Welcome back to Dimecast Podcast, episode 11, with your co-hosts, Alex. Hey, glad to be back. Pablo. We out here for episode 11. And your favorite mediator, me, Pavone. 11 episodes that y'all probably haven't heard yet, unless you've listened to this twice. And let's not forget our no, favorite producer, Carlos. Nine. Silent but deadly. Ooh. 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 <laughs> he talked. All right, everyone. That's well, a I'm, rare one. This is a special episode. Yeah, it is. Well, it's also special because y'all have been two episodes without me. I know y'all missed oh, me. Oh, that's for true. Pavone's talk. back. Oh, yeah. Pavone's back. I am back. And he's introducing us. I missed you. But let's introduce him back. Welcome back, Pavone. Thanks, Alex. Woo! <laughs> All right. Um, well, I wanted to kick things off with something not so out of this world. Uh, not sports. I mean, you know what? Let's change the pace. It's been a minute. It's been two episodes since we've only talked purely sports, and I honestly, I missed you. So we could talk about that. Well, yeah. that's what we're going to do. That, that's, I mean, yeah, well, I that's true. first, I want to hit a little piece on uh, recent news that happened with the Super Bowl. Um, and that... I thought you said no sports. This is about the halftime show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, so what I didn't want to talk about was Rihanna. Because apparently, according to sources, um, Rihanna was the first person... Um, Asked to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show, not but Cardi. No, not Maroon Cardi. Five. No, they were not the first choice. So Maroon Five wasn't either. Ha, no, I told you, I knew they wasn't good enough. They are plenty good. They've been around just as long as Rihanna. But what I'm getting at is that Rihanna, Rihanna was their first choice for the Super Bowl. Right, and everybody's she, first choice, and she definitely so Pablo's, um, <laughs> and she turned them down because of the whole situation happening with um Colin Kaepernick. Good for her. That's right. You know what? <laughs> I I admire that. Honestly, I didn't think about it, but now that you bring that up, good for her. We could have had Rihanna doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Yes, that's what sources say. Yeah, and on, on, <laughs> why do you look so distressed? That was a reaction. Yeah, but why do you look so distressed, man? Because it's Rihanna. You don't love Rihanna. Duh. I mean, it's Rihanna. but do you not see where she's coming from, though? Like, I feel like I that's pretty obvious. Coming. Yeah, yeah, But, like, we have Maroon 5, and then we have Rihanna. Cardi B. And then now we don't have Rihanna, and we have I don't think if Rihanna today's was... version of Maroon 5. So it's like... No, but it wasn't cool. Rihanna and Maroon 5. It was just Rihanna, right? It was just Rihanna. Yeah, it was no, just Rihanna. No, we have Maroon 5 now yeah. because we don't have Rihanna. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. what... Come I on, thought you guys. meant it was both of them. Like... Performing That's, together Like no, Cardi B and Maroon 5 No What if it was a You know you were excited For Justin Timberlake What if it was just as bad like that I mean it's Rihanna So it's Different But what if she didn't perform The songs you wanted her to perform It's Rihanna I like most of her songs Let's go <laughs> out, of, out of curiosity What would you say Are some of your favorites Le- Legit wanna know Shine bright like a diamond I'm I asking really Pablo. do like Rude Boy Boy I like Umbrella uh, Rated R is a great album I don't I don't dwell into albums, but possibly, yeah. I wouldn't put it past her. She's an amazing artist, so Did you like uh anything circa Bitch Better Have My Money era? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, that's my jam, bro. <laughs> what you talking about? Dude, I would last I think in the highway like at twelve, like don't one stop in the, the morning. music, that's a good one. Yes. Great. How about Auntie? I mean Love on the Brain was Causing me pain, but I loved most of the other songs. I loved Needed Me probably the most. I miss the Ray- Rihanna Drake songs. 
Those were good. Like work. I mean, yeah, but she's not doing it no more. But that was not. That, you didn't like you work. Didn't, you didn't like work. A, it's a little, it's a, it's a little on the repetitive side, but I definitely liked Drake's verse a no, little more. Well, what's my name was good. Oh, and talking, take care. Yeah, you're talking and yeah. and too good. And too good. I mean, she's had she's a great. So you know, we could have had her at the Super Bowl yeah, halftime I mean, show. I mean, but I'm glad she stood up for or kneeled down for Kaepernick. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that Too Good was one of the. I don't know if you guys know this, but like Too Good was one of the most streamed songs of 2016, and like Drake didn't put a dime into promoting it, into like selling it. It was just that good of a song. Question: Do you think the NFL has to see your performance before you do it? Like, do you think they have to approve what you're doing before you do it? Because yes. if I if that's if it doesn't happen, and I'm Rihanna, I bring someone that has like a Kaepernick shirt, or I I put Kaepernick shirts in all my dancers. And at the end, Kaepernick comes down, and they both kneel. I mean, they do they do rehearsals, and sometimes they choose to do things on the day of the show that they haven't rehearsed. So, for example, when Madonna performed her halftime show, and I don't know if you guys remember, but MIA like flicked off the camera, and she got fined. Of course, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's the NFL. There's this thing called a contract. Just to let y'all know. Yeah, and but if they do something like that. Yeah, but something called a what's breach the of problem contract. with you wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey? I think the NFL has made or, you know, address their views on that issue with Kaepernick. So it's pretty obvious as to how they feel about yeah, it. Yeah, but it's not wrong. Like, why would, like, at that point, it's kind of just racist. Moving, we make it sound like Let's not deep dive into that. But uh, what, I, what I did want to deep dive into a little bit was last time I was here, I wanted to talk to you guys about albums, any albums. I wanted to ask you guys in the past calendar year, um, so, like, you know, back to, like, October 2017 even, I wanted to know albums that have hit you guys, like, you love them, The you connect with the lyrics, whether it's you connect with the lyrics, or whether it's you like the beats, whether it's you like the production, and it could be, a, it doesn't have to be a commercial, like, explosion kind of album, it could be a critically unsuccessful album, it just needs to be an album that you like. Why how much you, time, diff- like, how much dating back are we talking about? The past year. Ah. Uh. Or just anything recent. Like, if there's a recent album that comes to mind, even if it's, like, 2016, 2015. Or just an album that you like. I could, like, if there's an album... Shrub really Life 2. I love that album. All right. What is that? Because I have no idea what that is. Um, Ray Shrumman. It was their second album that they dropped. And I bumped to most of the most of the album. I enjoyed it. Any standouts? Uh, Black Beetle. Hey, uh, wait. Before... Let me just cut... That album came out in 2016. Yeah, so it's not that far off. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I told said, him. Wait, I was like, if there's an album he really wants to talk about, you can just bring it up. Oh, oh, like I thought album. you said a calendar year. Damn, I mean, all right, that's he, a he did that first. No, no, yeah, I did. But, like, it, it, he had he clearly had an album he wanted to talk about, and he oh. could do that. Oh, okay, no. Because can I do that, too? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Like, You're going to bring up I what, don't... Take Care? No, maybe. All right, Alex. Sorry, I cut you off. I thought we were doing it. Any year. others? Or how about Alex? You give us one. No, no, that, he wasn't finished. He was talking I mean, about. We, we can come back to him. Yeah. He was talking about Black Beetle. All right, I'll keep it to a year though, because there's a lot of albums that come out for a long time. That correct. So uh, I'm gonna give you the rap ones first because I do listen to a lot of rap. Shocker. The first, the first one that I really appreciated. It took me a minute to appreciate was Kitsy Ghost. At first, I didn't like it, but honestly, after hearing it like two more times, because it's just like seven songs, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. And it's because I I didn't go in with an expectation of, of the album. So I was like, all right, whatever. Like, 
I wanted Kid Cudi to rap, and he wasn't rapping, so I was like, that's pretty pretty bummy. But after that, I kind of like, it really grew on me. Besides that, I really liked Daytona by Pusha T. I thought that was a really good album. Uh, J. Cole's KOD was kind of meh, so it made me feel something, but it wasn't, you know, excitement, because I thought it was okay. Astroworld was pretty good. Uh, I didn't really like Scorpio. What? I only liked like, the first side, that's it. Culture 2 wasn't all that good. Uh, Beer Bongs and Bentley. Honestly, when I first heard it, I was like, this album's full of, it's full of singles. Straight fire! Beer Bongs and Bentley's was full of hits. Like, I listened to this, and I was like, every single one of those songs could be in the radio. Like, every single one of these songs. And not in, like, the bad way. Like, like I was just like, I think a lot of people would enjoy listening to this song. So, that was a, that was a good album. Cardi B's album was pretty decent, too. I thought she had some pretty good songs in that album. It was a it was a pretty good start for her. Besides that, I listened to Boarding House Reach by Jack White, and I thought that was pretty good. It's a different experience. It's he mixes a lot of instruments and stuff, and I think that's a, that's pretty good. Oh, I forgot the Carter Five by Lil Wayne. The first app was pretty decent, but then the, I didn't listen to the rest. I kind of <laughs> kind of got bored. But but the first half was was good. Uh, I don't know. What about you, what about you Carlos? Kids see ghosts. But more specifically, this Fourth is a Dimension. Very rare episode, by the way. And you kind of disrespected the album by saying that Kid Seagulls was actually really good, unless you were talking about the album as a whole and not the actual track. No, I was talking about the whole album. Okay. Yeah, the whole album was my favorite. All right. So, of what's the your year. favorite track from that album, though? He's. I thought he said albums, not track. I mean, no, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Oh, uh, my favorite track from that album is. Damn, you don't even know that. Yo, so how is that gonna be one of your top yeah. albums? And you don't yeah. even know because I like all the songs, but I wanna I wanna make questions. sure that you know. Which I'm is, pressing what's you your, for what's answers. First one? Why? What's the answer? What's your favorite one? Give I clearly time. already said fourth dimension. See, that was my. And then there's Cudi Montage, oh, 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 which your favorite. No, this is really heavy. For, I didn't want to say fourth dimension because that was my favorite one, but then after that, I was like. I feel like there's there's other songs here that have. All like, right, if you're arguing that Fourth Dimension is a generic response, then you might as well just say that. Cody Reborn. Montage is it was Reborn. Reborn is also good. Yeah. Reborn was my <laughs> Reborn was my too. favorite song. I just feel like the emotion that Kid Cudi and Kanye put in that song, I thought that was I don't know. It just made me feel things like I was like this this song really touches you. Besides that, I, Kid, uh, Fourth Dimension is a really good rap song. And then there's B-Bongs and Bentleys, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Which I dig the entire album, and you guys should know because I play that album repeat all the time. Literally. I just let the track list play. Literally. It is honestly just, you know, a fun album in general. How about you, Pablo? What are your favorite albums of this year? I thought we should ask Pablo, and Pablo started this Next one. Next question. Oh, so you um, don't have any favorites. I mean, he gave That's us his Ray Shremmert album. Okay, um, but apart from that? I mean, there are some good albums. I just don't. But listen wasn't Ray Shremmer from 2016? Yeah. Not this year. Yep. Okay. Okay. What about you, Pavon? Uh, what was that? What was your favorite? Um, well, I have a couple. Couple obvious ones. Couple I would think not so obvious ones. Um, one, Reputation. I love Reputation. Because um, one, in case it wasn't obvious from before episodes, I don't know if I had mentioned it, but I'm a hell of a Taylor Swift stan. <laughs> um, you know that's um, one thing everybody knows about Pavone. Honestly, I'm literally wearing a Taylor. Is she Swift your shirt. favorite artist? She is not my favorite artist. See, that's the that's the thing about Pavone. He stands Taylor Swift more than anybody, and he, it's not even his favorite artist. Yeah, because this is the only album I've. Let me take a of. wild guess. Favorite artist: Zelly Golding. Obviously, because this man knows me. 
Anyways. I think we all knew that. But why don't you stand for her as much as you stand for Taylor? I do stand for her, but her last album was in 2015. Uh, early oh, 2015. she's not putting a lot of music. She hasn't out. put out music that, okay, since okay. then. Okay, okay. So, so her album's not going to be in this list. Yeah. Okay, so um, reputation, bad reputation? Yeah, reputation. I mean, there's a reason the song put out like 1.2 million copies in its first week. Um, I do think the album relied a little bit much on the synthesizers, but like she did work with like Max Martin, which is like a Swedish producer that like produces most of number one hits that end up on the Hot 100. Standouts definitely songs like Delicate or like My Favorite, which is probably Don't Blame Me. And it addresses like things that aren't typically addressed by her in her albums because, you know, before she was like America's Sweetheart and now she's doing an album about like sex, about alcohol like Miley Cyrus naughty maybe not like bangers crazy <laughs> but like she's talking about like adult themes and you know she's 28 years old she can do anything yeah, she wants it's just kind of kind of hard to take away that title once you already have that brand mm-hmm. it's kind of hard switching over to a different it's brand. hard but she's still putting out the sales like she's still pretty popular she just sweeped the American Music Awards last week so I think she's still doing pretty well and game on that album is pretty good yeah and I'm not even a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, and like, you know, you wouldn't expect her to do a collaboration with Future. But you want to know something that I um, that reminds me of somebody who I think is doing that process really well and also I think released an album this year, Ariana Grande. Yeah, that's actually one of the albums I wanted to talk about. Yeah, so like, she did that transition really well because yeah. she's not just keeping it PG nowadays. Well... Right? Some, I mean, I well, I really like that album. And, like, my argument for it would be that it is a step back from Dangerous Woman. So she's not all about, like, sex. Like, she wasn't that album. I mean, top hits were, like, Dangerous Woman and Side to Side. Like, things like that. Right. Her, this album didn't really focus on that. In fact, the first song was, like, No Tears Left to Cry. Which was, like, a song talking about, like, the Manchester attacks on her concert. My personal favorite is Get Well Soon, which is a song that runs 5 minutes and 22 seconds, with the last 40 seconds being a moment of silence for the 40 lives lost at her concert. And then she also did, like, God is a Woman, which is a Max Martin-produced song. Um, I really love, like, most of the things in the production. I like, like, the guitar in it, stuff like that. And then the big, like, you know how, like, people put out an album, and there's always, like, a song that the artist doesn't promote, but it always ends up being really popular, like, like Too Good or Nonstop. Right, right. So for this one, it was Breathing, which is a song about, like, her, like, keeping herself calm, um, checking her mental health. Stuff like that. It's like a really like inspirational song like that. But I really like the album because it's What's like... What's it called again, that album? It's, it's called Sweetener. Okay. Sweetener, the song. I don't know if you've heard it. Not a huge fan of that song because nah, it sounds like you're playing with a bop it. You know, the bop it song? Yeah. She literally is going like, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, <laughs> kick it, kick it. Twist like, it, twist it. Literally, twist it, twist it. Mix she, it and mix she it. She says that? Yes, yes. She I says promise you. <laughs> yes, I promise you she says that. Not bop my favorite. Now bop it. No, literally, that's what people are comparing it to. But um, it's a good intersection between, like, Max Martin and Pharrell Williams. Blazing with Pharrell Williams is another standout, stuff like that. Damn, uh, she got Pharrell on the album? Yeah, he was a producer for it as well. Oh, Pharrell makes really good. Yeah, this... Uh, I mean, this, I'm assuming he produced that song he's in. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he produced most of the album as well. And I like it because she didn't rely on Max Martin, which... I don't, I don't know how much you guys know about Max Martin. I don't know about a lot of, most, lot of the people Most of the top... Hot 100 songs you see are usually produced by Max Martin. Like the past, like 1989 by Taylor Swift, uh, Katy Perry's last album, Ariana Grande's last album, are heavily like produced and li- co-wrote in lyrics by Max Martin. He knows the sound that gets to the top of the radio charts, and that's what he focuses on. So like he's worked all, all the way back. Like he's even worked with like Britney Spears' latest work. I think he has like at least like 15 number ones on the Hot 100 charts. And I just like that this album took away from that. He was in it, but he wasn't a main focus of it. 
Wow, this guy is not even that old, Max Martin. Yeah. He's 47 years old. <laughs> um, And then... So you have Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift. And then the last album... Charlie Puth. I liked the album, but I wouldn't say it's one of the best. Wow, okay. So who? Um, I would say Dua Lipa's self-titled album. Uh, so Never heard of her. Yeah, that was kind of a shock, because the rest of us have heard about it. Right, Pablo? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I really liked her first album, and it's it's her first album. It's a self titled album. Um, she's all the way from like the UK slash Albania. Um, There's a lot of good UK artists, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just really liked like the production on most of the songs. Again, her album featured Max Martin on one of the songs, which is New Rules, the song that actually blew up for her, that put her on the spot, and she was like. Up and coming, like she was, she was like Cardi B. She was on that grind. She was doing features. She was going on tour, even when like she only had like one huge song out. And it, I just really liked the album. It's like a seventeen-song album, and it was so popular. And she blew up so much with songs after that, like her collaboration with Calvin Harris, that she um, re-released her album and added like four new songs. One of them being like a collaboration with like this K-pop group, which I don't love. But did you know that Max Martin made a uh, produced? Baby One More Time yeah. by Britney Spears yeah. and I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Yeah, yeah, he's been in the industry a while. What? And did you know that he has, he's number three in most number one hits behind Paul McCartney and John Lennon? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. The more you know. I'm amazed. But again, all songs on the radio are trash, aren't they? Nah, I'm not. Apparently not Max Martin's. Apparently. I mean, those songs he produced were pretty good. I mean, the, the ones that I mentioned at least. Alright. <laughs> um but yeah, that's all any other probably you think of another album? Is there an album you were you were looking forward to that just dropped all your expectations? No. Okay. Alright, <laughs> keeping it minimalistic. <coughs> Thank you simple. for that, Pavon. Alright. Uh well, uh now y'all can uh deep dive into the sports. Uh so we're gonna start with the NFL or the NBA guys. Flip a coin. Okay, NFL. All right, NFL. So let's bring back one of our favorite segments. Premature predictions. That's right, everybody. We're back with premature predictions. Pavone hasn't been here for the last two, so we said, hey, let's do it again. Yeah, even though I edited last week's episode and it had premature predictions as well. Woo! But anyways, all right, so uh, let's kick off the NFL games. Um, let's start with the Titans and the Chargers. They're playing out in L.A., which Chargers. is also home for the Titans. I'm, I'm going to go Titans. Titans. All right, all right. How about the Panthers versus the Eagles? Panthers. No, Eagles. I go Eagles. You know <laughs> They're what? They're playing in Philadelphia. I'll take the Eagles. Okay. How about the Vikings versus the Jets? Vikings. Vikings. Damn, that was quick. Yeah. Uh, how about the Bills versus the Colts? Colts. This is going to be Andrew Luck's comeback game. I'm not losing everybody. Colts, the Bills. Uh, what's even going on in the quarterback department? Oh, yeah. It's Peter. Oh, no. It's not even Peterman anymore. Yeah. Colts definitely win. Colts, Colts yeah, for the yeah. both of you? Yep. All right. All right. How about the Patriots versus the Bears? Pablo. Patriots. Wow. Bears. Ooh. And how about the Browns versus the Buccaneers? Bucks. Browns. You picked the Browns last week, too. Yeah. 
And I'm breaking the Browns Again? this week. You're doubling down? Yeah. Okay. They're playing in Tampa. Baker. Okay. All right. <laughs> Baker. All right. I guess uh, that there's one defense that makes them win is the Baker. All right, all right. All right. How about the Houston Texans? Plus Jameis sucks. And the Jaguars. Jaguars. Whoa. I'm always going to go with my Texans. Yeah, no, I'm not, Houston, but I'm Texans. going with my Texans this time because fuck the Jaguars. So. <laughs> he, didn't pick them. he picked them last time and it backfired. I don't care. <laughs> hey, that's his team. You support your team? No, I'm talking team. about the Jaguars. Especially against about the, the Jaguars. Jaguars. The Jaguars are so trash. They actually got Carlos Hyde, which is crazy. I now, know, man. I can't believe they got him. Right. And, man, it's going to be interesting. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to thoroughly get wrecked by this team. If Bortles doesn't stink it up for right. us. Well, I'm looking forward to not watching that game. Um, so how about the Same. Lions and the Dolphins? Dolphins. Lions. They're playing at the Brock. Lions. The hard Brock. Surprise, surprise there for Alex. All right, how about the Saints and the Ravens? Ravens. Ravens at home. Yep. Drew Brees is going to have to come down to earth at some point. It's definitely not going to be in New Orleans. I okay. got to bench him this week for Cam. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> okay, on to the next one. The Cowboys versus the Redskins. Cowboys. I'll take the Redskins. All right. On to the next game. Uh, how about the Rams and the 49ers? Rams. Rams, yep. Damn, easy picks. All right, how about the Bengals and the Chiefs? Bengals. I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs on this one, Chief. Oh, we have Pat Malone. Post Malone, what? Pat Post Mahomes Malone. in the Patrick studio. Malone's. Patrick Mahomes, welcome to welcome to the show, Patrick. Hey, everybody. How you been? How you been preparing for this game against the Bengals? Shout I don't know. Him. Once again, we have fake Patrick Mahomes in the studio. I don't even know who that is. Always making fun of my voice. No, welcome back. Yeah. I guess. First time. Welcome. First time. Pablo, do you have any any questions for the person that almost beat Brady? Almost beat Brady? What was I mean, going I beat on him through in your mind as you were playing? I got to take down the legend. Be the next legend. And you were real close, too. How did that feel? I mean, the score was there. You know, we only lost by three points, but in reality, 352 passing yards. Come hey, on. You, you, okay, wow. Yeah, but Pretty confident you, also, you also scored really quickly, but that played against you guys because it meant Brady had a chance to have the last possession. And because through Brady's experience, he was able to milk the clock and give you guys no time to make a comeback. Listen, kid, we're the same age. I'm making more money than you. You broke. That is neither here nor there. <laughs> well, we're taking the Chiefs. Thank you, Patrick, for that appearance. I'm we taking the Bengals. It. Wow. I see how it is, Chief. I vote Bengals. For <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh All right. So, <laughs> Bengals, I, we're I, picking Bengals. He's picking the Bengals. I'm picking the Chiefs. I vote Bengals for my boy, Robbie. I don't even know him, but. You're a disgrace. I didn't ask. Pat, why are you still here, Pat Mahomes? Go prepare for the game. Gotta defend my Chiefs. No, go, go, go <laughs> practice. Get out, get out, man. Get out. Okay. <laughs> Who even are you, man? No, he's gone. That's he's, it. He's, he's, <laughs> he's left the building. Don't bring him back. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, everybody. He'll be back you. some other time. No, we'll we'll probably interview no, him no. after the, he beats the Bengals. Yeah, stop saying his name. It's like Bloody Mary. You say it, she could. She he's appears. gonna just show up. Okay. All right. And the did l- you guys mention my name? No, time. no. Get out. Oh God. <laughs> please, no, just no, get out of here, back, man. Please. All right. No. I, I can stop. barely deal with their football to start stop. with. All right. Your voice sounds like concrete being swallowed and stayed in your throat. And you talking through All right, it. so how about these Giants and Falcons? Yeah, how about the last game, the Giants so we're taking. I'm taking the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons, too, yeah. All right, damn. That There's no good. way you're taking the Giants. Yeah. 
Never. <laughs> I, I will never take the Giants in any game unless they're playing against Arizona. Which is so trash. Wait. That I didn't wait. even watch the game yesterday. <laughs> what because was the I game? saw what the, what was the, the halftime score was. So you're going to watch Thursday night game? He's really mad. That game was so garbage by the half, man. Like, like why would you even want to watch that? And the worst part is it's a Thursday. There's no other games. Like, I'm stuck with this game. I, now I'm going to just go watch basketball. I have to watch basketball because this game is so trash. Because the Cardinals are so incompetent. Damn. <laughs> what about the Broncos? It takes two to tangle, man. The Broncos made the game so boring. Like, it was so one-sided. I don't want to watch the Cardinals get destroyed in on the offensive side of the ball. Like, this like man. dude, I'm barely watching the Cardinals. It's just the Broncos on offense whooping everyone's ass. It's like, bro, I just want to watch a game. You don't have to be winning, but don't give up, like, 35 points in the half. But the, isn't that good football, man? No. Why not? If it's 35-35, yeah, it's a college game. I'll take it. But, like, it's the half. It is the half. <laughs> it's not Why? even fantasy relevant at this point either because David Johnson sucks. You, Alex. At least that O-line is not that great. You proud of yourself for triggering Pablo like that? They fired, they fired the Cardinals offensive coordinator, though. So, it was about time. All right, all right. I'm moving the, in the Julio Jones touchdowns incoming? Question mark? In Arizona. Oh, I, but I think they fired the Falcons coach too, no? No, I think I think it is the Cardinal. I might have misread that. Fake news. Don't listen to me. I do Nothing that all the time. new. Damn. All right. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about the NFL? Any? Hell no. <laughs> moving on. All right. Uh, so let's jump into the NBA because it has officially started. Uh, Wait. Time out. You know what I thought? Oh, I never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Cam Newton is trash. Yeah, whoever that is. Um, Just a random Cam Newton. This Cam Newton is Wait, trash. Are we talking My about God. the Panthers right now? What happened? Because there's Cam Newton is so trash. Like there's so many times he could just check down you in the Giants game, game and just, get the first down. Just but for the love the of God, every doing? time on third down, he wants to go for the big play and misses because he's so trash Wait. with his accuracy. <laughs> and it's like you have Christian McCaffrey wide open. Just get the first down, move the chains. But no, he wants to be the hero. He almost lost because of that. His kicker bailed him out. I just hate Cam Newton, man. He has so much talent, so much potential. Why did you bring this up? We were just moving on to NBA. What the I, heck, man? I just, I just had to express my hatred of Cam Newton. <laughs> just a I just had to. Cam I, Newton, man. I couldn't hold it in for any more weeks. Like you, you said, what, what else? I want? I just hate the guy. Okay. I'm sorry. There and it's is. like he's so talented too. He could. He's just so trash. He makes the worst decisions. So let's move on to NBA. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Cam moving Newton. moving past Car- um, Pablo's uh, necessary rant. Cam um, Newton rant. Yeah, Cam Newton rant. Uh, let's move on to some of the um, significant basketball games that happened recently. So, how about we start with basketball um, is back. Yeah, I said that. Basketball is back, ladies and gentlemen. Basketball is back, and you know what that means? There's action every or almost every night, unless. It's a Hawks-Knicks game. But besides the fact, okay, there's games every night, man. Every night. Ain't no NFL. Ain't no only one game a w- uh, before the weekend. Every night before the weekend, you have a good game. But 
You let me know when you're done. This week we had two games that I cared about. All right. The Heat games, baby. We played back to back. I actually saw one of those games. Which one? The um, the one versus the Magic. Yeah, the loss. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that's that one. Why we lost. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bitch. Let's not start with the heat. Just for <laughs> no, that. no, 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 no. We're I have not to give, starting. I, wait, wait, wait. I have to give Orlando credits because Orlando, honestly, even though they might be relevant to a lot of NBA fans, they have. Whenever we play Orlando, I feel like Orlando plays really, really well, and the Heat play really, really well, and they're really exciting games. They're always down to the wire, either overtime or the fourth quarter, and I really hate playing the Magic nowadays because I don't know what happened, but they kind of figured out how to play against us, and they usually win. Especially in Orlando, and I think that's awful, because even though the games were down to the wire all the time, we usually win them. But now we're losing them, even with Wade. I thought Wade was the reason we used to win them, and now Wade looks so old. Speaking yeah, of losses, that's why speaking, he's coming off the bench, no? Yes. Yeah, but it's just this is the thing I had, the problem I had with Wade before he left. I just felt like whenever he was playing with the young guys, he couldn't keep up, and it just slows down the team and the momentum and everything else. And, like, you could notice that. You really notice that. And every time he's on the court with the secondary line, you could totally see that the difference between the pace of the game. I think he's just playing comfortably, to be honest. All right. He may be playing comfortable, but you know what game definitely wasn't comfortable? The L.A. Lakers versus the Portland Trailblazers. Any thoughts on that? LeBron, I missed you. Seeing you in that uniform made me miss you more. But, like I said, that team is not that great, okay? I just don't. They're not playing that well. And it's, yeah, whatever. It's the first game. He's probably going to say something like, oh, Rome was a build in one day or something like that. These guys are young. Lonzo's not in 100%. And I get it. Fine. Fine. We could say that. There's growth. There's room for improvement. But I just think that that's not going to happen this year, okay? Maybe next year once these players have played a full season with Braun and everything's glued up, Maybe next year when they get the pieces too as well. Because right now I feel like they don't have the best pieces. So, well, so what are you expecting out of this season? Growth. I feel like this is the season where Lonzo figure out his playmaking abilities. Uh, Kuzma starts using that jumper a lot more. Probably passes the ball more. You know, becomes kind of like a triple-double player every now and then. I feel like Kuzma's capable of doing that. His height, he's really tall. He could grab rebounds. He could work a little bit on his defense. Uh, Ingram could be a more consistent shooter because he, he's picking up that shot. He's, he's doing his thing with that. And uh, ultimately, I feel like the goal that LeBron needs with these young players is for them to shoot the three consistently. Because if he wants to beat the Warriors, that's the only way to do it. Right well, now, they're just chilling in the shoulder. I, I Next kinda, year, they're going to learn how to walk. I kind of thought that they were, they were trying to get their inside game going. And... I, what I saw from Ingram was the fact that he could get the rebounds, he could run, he could run the offense when they're on a fast break, and make the necessary passes. Like I think they do have the right pieces. They just need to grow. I don't think four rebounds. I don't think it's crazy for them to get a playoff berth this season. Some people might disagree, but I definitely see them as a top four team. I don't see them anywhere near a contender because outside of maybe two or three, you're not really a contender in the West. No, I, they're definitely going to the playoffs. For the Lakers? sure, LeBron, yes, LeBron's taking anything to yeah. the playoffs for sure, for sure. I'm not doubting that, but I just don't think this is. I don't even. I don't think he's gonna go to the conference finals with this team. Not at all. And how could you expect that? No, but that's what I'm saying. This is not the team that I expect them to be a conference final or a, 
Yeah, they could, I very guess they few people are expecting conference finals. But most of the times those are bold predictions. For them, for them to do that, I feel like they're not they're not gonna be top five. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Maybe they could get it together, but like, come on, man! Like Beasley, Stan Stevenson, McGee, like all these players. Like I just don't think it's gonna McGee's work. McGee's a solid piece. McGee is a solid piece on yeah, that man. team. We're talking about consistency, though. McGee could McGee be good. Is He's playing like his old self, honestly. Like how he used to play with the Wizards. When he I saw played that, like, like that way, we saw he the played that way with the Warriors. He just came off the bench. No, no, no. That man McGee in the Warriors was playing like a pro. He was out there shooting threes. He wasn't cl- he wasn't as clumsy as he is now. He was he looked really good playing with the Warriors. Now I feel like he's back to looking like the Wizards. And honestly, you can't blame him. He's also getting older. McGee's not that young. He's been in the league for, for a long time. So he's not gonna be one of those you know, those power centers that just going to grab every rebound and stuff like that. I don't think he's no no Capella or anything like that. But I just I think this is the room for improvement and also waiting to get new pieces next season. After that, if Lonzo Ingram and Kuzma could get their act together and become, you know, Lonzo, the expectations of Lonzo is for him to be one of the best point guards in the league because he's a true point guard. Not necessarily because of his shooting, but his passing abilities are amazing. Kuzma, they're expecting him to average 20 points per game at least. Same with Ingram. And they also expect a double-double by Ingram all the time. Can I talk to you about DeVille McGee for a second? Go ahead. What do you think of these numbers? In 22 minutes, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 3 blocks, 13 points. What do you think about that? Consistency is what I'm speaking that of. That was consistent. He no, got no, no. Boards, yeah, that's he one got game. Points. That's one he game. He got no, blocks. No. He got three blocks. He's all around is what you're saying. I'm saying consistently when he like every game he's not going to be doing that. Not, well, not we'll even see. Close. We saw what he, how he looked like in the preseason. That was not like last month. That was like a week or two ago. So he clearly has that in him to be JaVale McGee from the Wizards. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to be a consistent thing. Yeah, he's gonna score some points like that, but I don't. I don't. I just don't think he's gonna do it. Like, maybe, maybe once a month or twice a month. I don't think he'll be doing that every week. And then the Trailblazers. That's another thing. I don't think he's gonna be as consistent because they were shooting that three ball, man. They were making. They were wetting three, especially Stauskas. Did you even know there was a Stauskas in the league? Because I didn't. I did once. I saw that game. <laughs> that man was wetting it like Steph Curry. From deep, I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? What did Portland find? I was I was looking at that and I was like, who is Portland's main point uh, shooting guard? And I was like, man, this McCollin's team. Why is McCollin not doing this? Why? Who is Stauskas? Like, what is going on? Like, I was I was confused for a good two minutes because I was like, wait a second. This wasn't Portland's last shooting guard. Completely forgot about CJ McCullough, man. I think he made the difference that game. It kind of got everybody else open because everyone was just shocked that this guy was just making it out of nowhere. And yeah. I saw that change the outcome of the game heavily. Influenced it the whole way. That and the fact that literally uh, the bench, Seth Curry, one for two from three. Stauskas, like I mentioned, five for eight from three. Uh, Harkless, when one for two from three. And then, you know, McCullen, even though I said it wasn't his team, he shot six for 17, which is not that great, but three from six from three, six, six free throws, 21 points overall. You know, the, I think 
He he played pretty decent. They just don't gotta give Amino the ball no more because honestly, he was all from six from three. So that's pretty terrible. But hey, good for them. Hopefully, Stauskas could actually uh, continue this, and this isn't you know just a one in a lifetime game because he's been a he's been a traveling man. He's been in three different teams. And this is his fourth. Imagine and he got drafted in 2014. So. Imagine if he's a real deal and you could trade McCullum. That'd be crazy because this guy, this guy is still young. Only been four years in the league, journeyman. But he showed out. And if you do that, I don't know, man. Do you think Lillard would be okay with that? If he's the real deal, you could trade McCullum, get a better starting forward. I think I think Lillard's okay with that. If it's if it's for the purpose of winning, they want to win more than anything. He is chasing rings. You've seen those sneakers. Now he'd like to have McCollum there, but if Stauskas could really, unless they trade Stauskas, but at the current moment, you could get more for McCollum than you can for Stauskas. So, if yeah. this guy ends up being the real deal, it would only to, if it would have to be like a whole a whole year. Like he would have to play like this yep. the whole year yep. for him to do that. And even then, I don't even know how long his contract is with Portland. So maybe he becomes a free agent after this year. Anyways, uh, let's move on from that. Uh, how about we talk about a game that crushed it in the media, including a team I have honestly never heard of until today, uh, the Pelicans versus the Rockets, and how New Orleans crushed Houston. What do you think, Pablo? Wait, Houston. before we continue, this is one-year contract, so he will be a free agent. Oh, nah, man. Yeah, so let's move on from that. Yeah. Um... What do you got to say, Pablo? Pelicans have first overall pick Anthony Davis, who was my first overall pick on my fantasy basketball team. Yeah, we're playing fantasy basketball Pick number one, they said he averaged a three. I said, nah, man, this guy, he could be an MVP. Going (laughs) to scoop him up with the number one pick. If he's healthy, if he's healthy. Hey, he was healthy last year, so let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. Average 20, 28, 29 points or something like that. Double-digit rebounds. Multiple blocks, multiple zeros, like, and he can shoot threes. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take Anthony Davis. <laughs> and he's playing for the Pelicans. They're a defensive juggernaut with that guy. Like, it's crazy. That man, so, that's why he's in the top tier players, man. Anthony Davis is just that special. But they also have uh, Julius Randle now. And they, you know, Drew Holiday has come alive since the playoffs. So, it's not just Anthony Davis. Yeah, but you could say that about almost any team, like LeBron's team or KD's team. No, no, you that, can't that, say that, that about LeBron's full, team. That, what? No. Julius Randle's easily more talented than anybody LeBron's playing with right now. Uh, Negative. Who's more talented than Julius Randle in the Lakers? Are you ta- well, you're talking about the Lakers. I'm yes, talking I'm about talking, the no, past LeBron about, team. No, no, I'm talking about okay. the Lakers. Now, what teams are you talking about? I'm talking about the Lakers. But that's this year's team. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, then I... You say you can't say it's that. You can same. say about every I, team I right now. I can say about all his past teams. No, no, no I'm talking about right now. I mean, you, he's not really relevant. Like, I feel right like now. if the Lakers go to the playoffs, it's because of Braun. AD has a lot of help. So I think it's not just but Braun, AD. But Braun was able to do that in the East with a lot of help. Yeah, but this is this is the West now. Okay, but it doesn't matter. It's not the same anymore because literally any other player has done that. Any other great player has done that. So. What's the problem with him having help? It's who's leading the uh, no, team. No, wait, wait. No one said he, there's a problem with him having help. All I'm saying is that the Pelicans are a good team overall. It's not just Anthony Davis. That's what they I'm saying. They have good pieces, but Anthony Davis is what makes them in the conversation. So is it like the Lakers where there's the, there's like good pieces, but it's about like the growth that happens this season that'll make them a good team? No. No, the Pelicans it's are like way more Cleveland talented teams. than Lakers. 
You'll know. Y'all both just better. talked at the same time. Better. This team is better than the Cleveland Are team. they? Yes. That's debatable. And I it, agree. Yeah. It is very debatable. Why don't y'all talk about it? Well, I believe that this team has a lot more talent than the Cavaliers team without Kyrie. I think if you add Kyrie into the conversation. Naturally. Then it's kind of the same. But I wasn't thinking of a, a Kyrie Cavaliers because the last team LeBron had wasn't with Kyrie. Right. But I'm talking about during most of his tenure, most of his tenure when he came back. To Cleveland, and then also even way back in Miami, he had the team all around that took to that <coughs> level, but he got most of the credit for leading them. So that's just how I see Anthony Davis. Yeah, he has good pieces around him. He has good players. It's not just him. Yeah. But he's a main piece. He's the one leading them. He's putting up MVP-like numbers. Meritage is putting MVP-like numbers. He's putting up six-man-like numbers. That man got 30 points and 10 rebounds. Right. In one game, no. Yeah, yeah, but and maybe, you, and he you, shaved and the beard. Maybe he's free no, now. No, it's the fact that he's playing by Anthony Davis that gives him so much space to do that. He didn't have that in Chicago, which is why he didn't put up those numbers. Alfred Payton, fun fact: ten rebounds, ten assists, ten points. All right, Pelicans are on the rise, um, as they made are. clearly by you guys. But wait, we didn't talk about the Rockets' loss. I think that's a a very disheartening loss by the Rockets because even though the Pelicans are good. That should have been a closer game than what it was, honest. Uh, James Harden and Chris Paul need to get their act together, and I think the fact that they don't have, um, you know, Mahabunte and they lost Trevor Risa, I think that's going to affect them a little bit, but they could get their act together. They just couldn't play. They couldn't match anyone on Anthony Davis. We've seen the same problem with Golden State. You know, Anthony Davis is a mismatch. It's just what it is. It's very hard to match up against them, and... He, he's a difference maker, especially at that position with that size, with his set of ball skills. He's a freak. He's a monster you want to have on your team. All right. Uh, well, enough about the Pelicans and the Rockets game. Let's move on to the to the nitty gritty. Let's get let's get into the Heat games. Miami, Miami, we not back, but our young guys are back, and they getting better. At least, Jay Rich. Okay, we had a loss and a win this week. I watched the loss. And the bright side of it all was the fact that Jay Rich played so amazingly in both games. Okay? Maybe I'm overstating a little bit. Maybe I'm exaggerating. But he is taking a really big step. And he, he it's clear that the Heat are putting him in the main driver's seat. They're giving him the ball past half court. He's driving the ball more than he was previously. They gave him the, the ball during crunch time, except in the fourth quarter of last night's game or uh, against the um, the Wizards, which they gave to D. Wade. And I thought, you know, that that's a good move by them because Wade, if Wade misses that shot, it doesn't blame any. They're, n- they're not going to blame Wade. Wade's supposed to take shots like that. I don't know. I thought they were better off giving it to Jason Richardson. Wade Josh wasn't Richardson. Make, Josh Richardson. Um, Wade wasn't making those shots. You kind of knew he wasn't really gonna make it. Yes, that's usually his shot, but this wasn't his game. And though after the game, yeah, he made a mistake in the first game, but he made up for it in the second game. He played lights out, and he he had the opportunity. They they should have trusted him. They should have trusted him at that point because he's gonna be the leader moving forward. I kind of agree with that statement, but I believe that maybe D Wade wanted to take the leadership role in this. Like this game, you know, it's his last season. Uh, you know, Jay Rich took a lot of blame from last from the game before that against Orlando. So maybe his confidence wasn't that 
that great. And maybe he didn't feel comfortable taking that last shot because of what happened in Orlando, which was literally the, the day, the night before, you know, like he didn't even get a rest to sleep on. Like that happened. Every Like, you know, when something like that happens, you could tell he was devastated once he stepped out of bounds and they gave him the call. He was, he was distraught. So you're going to be your team's ace go-to player. That's who that's who your guy is. Right. And I saw flashes of that. And you know what? Hey, you're gonna, you're gonna fail. You're gonna make mistakes. This team is young. I could see now why you didn't want to trade him for Jimmy Butler. In part because I think if you trade him and you don't keep him and Jimmy, which is what you guys should go for, then you're losing that number two that Jimmy's gonna need. And this guy is special. I saw it last night. The last two nights, and it's like you got to give him that chance. Yeah, he's going to fail sometimes, but he's going to learn from it. And he needs that mental fortitude moving on forward. And I think if you give him the ball, you give him a vote of confidence, and it's up to him to make the play at that point. But thankfully, even though Wade missed, Kelly Olynyk was there. Clutch rebound, clutch, clutch. clutch put back. KO. It was Amazing. Wild. Look, I agree with what you're saying. And. I do believe that Jay Rich should be taking the last shots like that from now on. But, okay, this was, I feel like this was a good thing that happened to Jay Rich because he saw D-Wade fail the last shot as well. He didn't make it. So this could be a really good mentor moment for D-Wade to Jay Rich and be like, look, listen, see that? Not every night, you're, you know, you're going to make it. Not every night it's going to be your night. But... You got to try. You got to be confident about it. Because yep. D-Wade wasn't playing all that well. D-Wade your teammates wasn't playing that well. He was 4-11. Your teammates. He was 4-11 and 3-13 and against Orlando. Yep. So D-Wade's not that hot. And honestly, it's very noticeable. You could totally tell the team momentum is slowed down. Wait, once but, but what about against Washington? He was Against Washington, he was 4-11. And, and and against the the Magic, he was 3-13. and He's yeah, not wait, making his shots. That was Richardson's game. The Magic game was his game. This no, he he scored more points against the Wizards, twenty eight. No, I'm talking about Richardson. His game was against the Magic, whereas Wade's game was against the Wizards. Right. Oh, you're talking about the last shot. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 But he was still four and eleven. You know, that's not that good. Right. He, I yeah. Agree. So I just believe that I don't think there was nothing wrong with it in the aspect of maybe that just for this one time they wanted. The way to take the shot, just so that Jay Rich doesn't get the heat for it again, back to back nights. You know what I'm saying? If he doesn't make it, because think about it, Miami fans are crazy, bro. Like you fail one night, they want to trade you already. So I think that was a really good movement. I miss Winslow. We need Winslow. We need James Johnson and Ellington. We need to spread the floor a little more. Uh, Whiteside got 18 rebounds against the Magic, which I thought was really impressive since he was playing against two top centers. I would I would say at least from the East. Um. Who? My, uh, Mabamba, Mabamba, Mabamba. He's a really. He was one of the top centers. Somebody's drafted. named Mabamba. Yeah, Mabamba. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Bucevic, even though he's getting old, Bucevic, at least against the Heat, that man. In that one game. No, every time he plays the Heat, he plays amazingly. Okay. Every single time. So against he, he just knows how to match up against Whiteside, maybe. Maybe, but this time Whiteside, I, you could tell maybe he's just getting older. But Whiteside got eighteen rebounds, so I thought that was really impressive. Overall, we're a one-one team, so I'm not super excited. The one thing I could say is we beat a team that has two All Stars without Justice Winslow, James Johnson, and Wayne Ellington, and I think that's a good thing for the future. 
Maybe it's a coincidence, but we really handled that game a lot throughout the season. Josh Richardson is going to be the face of the Heat. I, You know someone I saw that you guys couldn't handle? John Wall. Just an absolute monster. He is, he is a different beast, man. You saw the defense he was playing, the defense, how he just got by. You have to understand that Dragic's not one of the best defenders in the league. It wasn't even Dragic. They had a mismatch on Whiteside. They were just making sure he torched the whole team. No, John, John, John Wall, when he was getting covered by Whiteside, Whiteside was actually doing a pretty decent job. Especially, Wall, just especially, especially when they were putting him in the three-point, they dared him to shoot that three. That's why he missed it. White, I, I really have been bashing Whiteside a lot, but he's proved that he's playing a lot with heart, and he has that energy. He's playing with a lot of energy, and him covering Wall like that was him covering Wall like that just proved that he still has it going. So that's good. Uh, I don't know. There's not a lot more to say about the Heat. The team isn't really complete, so I can't, I can't really say there's more to it. Jay Rich needs to get more consistent with the shot, and I think he'll, he'll. He will average at least 20 points per game this season. I thought there was some bullshit calls just towards the end of that game. Speaking um, of white the jump, the jump, uh, the jump ball call, which was ridiculous because Wall never even or whoever was never even had possession of the ball. They were just straight up holding on to Whiteside. So I thought that was a bogus call, but they were able to overcome it and make the game winning shot. I love running my Gruder a lot. All right. Uh. Well, does that cover about everything y'all wanted to talk about the NBA? Yeah, pretty much. I you mean, don't have Aaron any... Gordon's a beast yeah, on my like, fantasy team. The Knicks are pretty exciting this year. I, I know I made a joke about them, but they they have a really, really young squad. And, uh, man, hopefully it works out for them because they look really exciting. Yeah, hopefully this season works out because for whatever reason, these people convinced me to join their fantasy basketball league. So we'll see how that goes. Um uh, to finish us off, Alex, you didn't you want to bring up something about uh, candy, something like that? Oh, okay. So I saw this uh this picture about fa- most popular candies. You know, because it's October, people are buying candies for Halloween and all that. Mm-hmm. So I saw a picture online that showed the most popular Halloween candies in every state. Now, there's no source to this. Okay, it's just a picture, so I don't know if it's a hundred percent true or not. So I figured if I could name you a state and you could guess what candy is in that state. Maybe it's possible. This goes from chocolates to bubblegum to just terrible, terrible pieces of candy that no one eats nowadays. Like 100 grams? No. No. Not like that. Worse. What? Worse. Three Musketeers? That one's one of them. But let me let me just start. Let's not waste any more time. Tessie Rolls. <laughs> you need to fix that cough. I can't help. I'm sick, boy. Sick of your <laughs> shit. Ooh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What is the most popular candy in Utah? Hold up. Let's put some music on this one. Yeah, there it is. That's good. Okay, I like that. Okay. So yes, at least he likes that. <laughs> I like that. So, what is the most popular candy in Utah? Candy corn. Did you cheat? No. Really? That's a yeah. good guess. Wow. Yeah, Paula's right. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't let you guess, but that just caught me by surprise. I thought very, it was pretty good. Very Utah of them. It's Utah, not Utah. <laughs> not like Utah, Utah best. Like Utah. Salt Lake City, oh, Utah. Oh, I'm a, no, I, actually, you're <laughs> wrong. I confused the states. 
That okay. is not the right answer. Oh, no, no. That's the answer for one state. <laughs> yeah. Someone failed geography. <laughs> I missed the state. <laughs> Somebody failed So, Papa, you get, a, you get a chance. You get a chance. What is the candy of choice of Utah? All right. I think I'm going to go with... Home of Donovan Mitchell. I don't even know who that is. I'm going to go with... On my Twix. fantasy team. No, you're both wrong. Charlie Ranchers. That's the right answer. Nice. Okay. Solid candy. Okay. Solid candy. What is the preferred candy for North Carolina? Pablo. Milky Way. Oh, Pablo. All right. With the quick answer. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to go basic. Uh, how about a Hershey's? No, you're wrong. Both right. of you are wrong. It's M&M's. Not even more basic. This is fun. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. Alaska. What do you think people in Alaska are eating? Pablo. Crunch. Crunch? I, Captain Crunch? Oh, Crunch the candy, but no, no, no. You literally, that's ate, a good, you that's, literally ate Crunch that's, like 20 yeah, minutes ago. Yeah. That was a good answer, though. I give you that. That was good. Yeah. I'm going to go with Milk Duds. No, you're both wrong. Twix. What do you... What the heck? Okay, okay, okay. This is a good one. This is a good one. What do you think is the candy of choice of Indiana? Home of Victor Oladipo. Don't know who that is. I'll go with Kit Kat. But do you know the Three candy? Musketeers. Both of you are wrong. Hot tamales. That's the preferred candy of Indiana. That's why ain't nobody going to Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell a lot of, of the state by the candy they're eating. Watch, watch, watch. What do you think the candy of choice is of Washington? Not Washington, D.C. The state of Washington. Seattle Skittles <laughs> uh, That's a good guess Is that because of uh, Beast Mode? Starburst Mode Starburst? Yeah No It's actually Laffy Taffy Shake your Laffy salt, Taffy hey, Salt laffy water taffy. taffy to be exact That's disgusting Salt yeah. water Taffy Keep going I mean they are Seahawks From Seattle <laughs> Washington yeah, Yes probably. Yes 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 <laughs> Seattle yeah, is yeah. in the state of Washington yeah. <laughs> Space what Needle. is the preferred Halloween candy of Kansas? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I can answer this. Oh, my God. Patrick, I can answer fake this. Patrick Mahomes you know, is back. Time in the, what know, are you doing here, man? Playing the Kansas You eating cheese. candy out here? Yeah. You eat candy? Of course. You're a football player, man. So, Tom you know Brady, Brady, strawberries. Gary's ain't going to save me. <laughs> wait, <laughs> right, at so least I'll, you have, do you know what the candy is? At least? For sure. What is the candy? Twizzlers. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Get out of here, man. I think you, it's gummy worms. Gummy worms? Yeah, no. boy. Pablo? No Twizzlers, no gummy bears. What do you Starburst. think? Starburst. No. Damn. It is actually Reese's Cups. Damn. Reese's Cups. Reese's Cups. And we're done with my homes. Wait, wait. Before we go, what do you think the candy of Florida is? You know, we're from Florida. What do you think the Halloween candy of choice of Florida is? We're stupid, so probably like Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls. Oh, wow, you both, <laughs> you both guessed. Dude, you Patrick get Mahomes, them every... You're not from Florida. Get out of here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Someone grab Patrick Mahomes and get him out of here, man. Send him home. The candy Snickers.